When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the very latest in rural news, this is Ag Insights on Mornings with Ian Smith, Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence REAA 2008. Yes, uh, on behalf of the good people at Collier's, and I know a few of them as well, that uh, we've uh, got this new segment of the show. It's uh, called Ag Insights, and uh, I'm going to be asking uh, Aroha Hathaway some questions, uh, only two or three, uh, each uh, uh, Tuesday morning, each Tuesday morning at this time, and we'll just uh, mull over a, a few uh, ideas around um, and happenings within the, the agricultural sector. And first up, Aroha, good morning to you. Good morning, Smithy, my favourite person. <laughs> I am today, I know that. Hey, look, uh, Aroha, uh, one of my time-honoured events when I was growing up as a kid was Golden you Shears, right? You did not. You I, I, did not. I, I loved the Golden Shears. Did you Godfrey do it? Bowen. God, no. I've, have been, I've been in the shearing shed, though. I've been in the shearing shed, okay? So let's talk uh, Golden Shears, shall we? It's, uh, um, it's uh, another event uh, which has been outstanding. Um, they've just been held in Marston for the first mm. time in several years due to uh, COVID, of course, uh, like a lot of events. Um, so they're back. And, and what happened? It was good fun. I watched some really cool footage of it on morning news slash entertainment television. Of some, there's always that one reporter who gets sent out to cover stuff that they wouldn't usually. So they send the newest rookie out to cover it, and he had a fun time trying not to open up the sheep with the shearing things. My mum used to be a rousy. I should know the terminology better, but the shearing legend Roland Smith, who's from Hawkes Bay, actually took it out and for an eighth time. So he gets to go to Scotland for the Golden Shares World Shearing and Wool Handling Championships, which they happen in June, and I'll be looking for his third world title. I mean, we, that's sport, isn't it? Eight titles domestically and then three titles internationally would be quite nice. That's almost well, Lewis Hamilton. Me, well, no, it's not quite, because this is a sport that comes out of work. Um, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing industry if you're involved in, in the shearing industry, but it's a sport that comes from work, a little bit like forestry. You know, you, you, you get your fantastic um, woodcutters uh, that mm. go to world championships around the world. It's a, it's a sport that generally uh, comes out of an industry and they make, uh, they make activities out of it. And th- this is amazing. Um, I've you know, never, the, the amount I, of she- sheep that they share in a short space of time is quite incredible. The athleticism's always done my head and my nephews who are twins um, and their partners are shearers and they've been champions in their field too. And I used to live in Masterton and, and Golden Shares was always the thing to go and do in Masterton. And mum having been been a Rousey, I was always fascinated by because I, I lived so far away from a shearing background mm. because that was when mum was, you know, 40 years younger. And the shearing community, I'd never realised until I had to go and film in there how much they moved around the world and that that mm. was their ticket to world travel as well and was, was their job and it took them all, all overseas. So Roland Smith will be heading to Scotland. I'm not going to even Good embarrass horse. myself with a Scottish accent attempt there. 
You're welcome. Good Hawks Bay. No, you've got the other accents covered. You don't have to worry about the Scots. Right, okay, here's another thing. Here's another thing uh, which is entirely, you couldn't get further removed from uh, sharing of sheep. And we, we know about cow's milk, we know about goat's milk, we know about sheep milk, but tell me about deer milk being especially good for women. And I want to differentiate between deer milk and deer's milk because otherwise you'd just think it's expensive milk. And it still is. So there's this study that's been done by Massey University that shows bone health and strength could be answered by deer's milk. Apparently it's got a much higher calcium content than our plastic bottled dairy milk. But it's not cheap, Smithy. It'll cost you a bottle of Japanese whiskey. $80 $80 a litre. Really? Yeah, $80 a litre. Y- yes. <laughs> but the health benefits, no hangover and much higher calcium content. Goodness me, 80 bucks a litre? Okay. They'll be, be doing shot glasses high. of it at the next Golden Shears, but, I guarantee you. I'll tell you that. That'll be on the highest shelf at the supermarket, that. How do you uh, milk a deer? Just, I don't know. Brian's trying to show you. Brian, is that how that's you That's a different show, okay. Brian. Okay. Right, okay. Uh, right, uh, lastly, Aroha, uh, the government is offering a further $26 million to keep farmers and growers in cyclone-stricken regions afloat. I don't, well, I mean, this might be generous from the government point of view. They might think so, but that's uh, looking at some of the damage around here. Um, I'm not sure that's going to pay for the lot. Yeah, I was just looking at the estimated costs from Watercare. This is for Auckland, right, after the effects of Tropical Cyclone Gabrielle, and they're saying $250 million. And the farming sector, agricultural sector, rural sector gets, what, $26 million. So I think this is for just right now. So in all seriousness, we've had a bit of fun. We've talked about Dears Milk and Japanese whiskey and heading off to Scotland, which is fantastic. But this is a really serious issue, and it, I think we underestimate the impact that it will have. That whole fruit bowl of the Hawke's Bay provides the entire country and exports so much of our produce, and prices will soar next year and probably for a couple of years before those vines and the the plantings can be reinstated. So 17.4 million has already been paid out to 3,000 applicants. So that's the people who have had the time to put their applications in, who aren't Mm. just totally overwhelmed with the physical manual labour of trying to unearth some part of their property and to try and get some kind of normality back. And they reckon that they'll probably be four or five times that, and that's just in the near future. So people who do are in need... Um, up to 10k for those urgent matters. That's for pastoral and arable farmers. Growers can get 2k per hectare with a total of up to $40,000. And all the information is on the government website on how to get the applications in for that. Do you know anyone who's had to apply, Smithy, in your part of town? Oh, look, I, I know of a lot of people that uh, have been applying. It's um, hard to apply. Like in terms of your heart, you know, it's a real, people don't like to ask. New Zealanders are really bad at asking for help. We're so good at being able to fix everything with a piece of number eight wire. It's a very humbling, sobering kind of process to have to go through. You feel like you're in a wins office. Well, it was interesting talking to Mike King the other day and, um, you know, uh, the good people at uh, Colliers will be fully um, understanding of this, uh, Araha, is that a lot of people... 
uh, will just walk away from their farms, from their orchards, from uh, their rural blocks because they don't see any chance of coming back to them. Um, so I think that's, that's even more devastating. And the Collier's people, of course, will be involved in um, the changing over of real estate uh, from one person to another, someone mm -hmm. who sees a future in it, who has got the patience and time to perhaps to redevelop land, etc. cetera. Uh, but so many won't um, because they simply can't afford to. And perhaps it's been such a soul-destroying exercise, this, they don't want to. They just don't want to. And it's very hard to think that far into the future too. I was talking to one of the heads of Colliers when they came in and we had a yarn about what it was like post-earthquakes in Christchurch and what it did mm. to rural real, real estate. But it took a long time, but things would bounce back. But we're too, we're, it's too raw and it's too soon to, for a lot of people to think about what happens with land besides just cleaning up and digging out. So you're staying dry, mm. Smithy. You look good. Okay, I love, um, yeah, I'm a little bit away from uh, where, I'm not far away from watches actually, somewhere um, untouched, unbelievably lucky some people and desperately unlucky the others. Uh, hey, thanks very much, uh, I've enjoyed this first edition and uh, we'll do it again next week, shall we? With the very latest in rural news, this is Ag Insights on Mornings with Ian Smith. Profit from the best advice with Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence RE AA 2008.